4: The
1: following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries.
5: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, the guy who has the honor of being able to chime in right after the great Daryl Wood show is over. Uh, But his show still continues, in my mind, because I listened to it, and in the mind of all the listeners who uh, definitely get a real biblical and conservative view uh, concerning what's happening in our social arena and in the political arena, and still based on the Word of God. God bless Daryl Wood. Welcome to the Bible Talk program. As we continue, as I say, to have a Bible study, right? Going through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation if the rapture does not take place. Okay? But even though we may not make it all the way through the Bible in this journey, definitely on the way we're going to be covering books of the Bible and all the theology that we can lay our hands on on our way into it. Okay? So we're going to be dealing with the book of Genesis, okay, and then any systematic theology issues that come up, okay, and, of course, any questions that you ask on the Bible Talk program. And the number to call is area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. we need you if you have a Bible, and who doesn't, right? Uh, turn to Genesis chapter 3, uh, there we're going to begin, and while you're turning to Genesis chapter 3 and we continue to go through this uh, chapter, I was really uh, pleased by hearing from a friend of mine, uh, Minister Alvin, who called in the other day and asked a question about the, the Holy Spirit, it was a very interesting question hadn't heard from him in a long time, and uh, he was dealing with the fact that uh, uh, some people say that the, whole, the soul and spirit are the same, uh, and rather than soul, spirit, and body, they would see the soul and the spirit as the same. Uh, and I must say, while uh, I don't necessarily contend with that particular view. I would like to say more about, we had kind of ran out of time yesterday, so today, maybe we can uh, uh, deal with that before we move on. To, uh, the place in Genesis where definitely we are headed. Uh, if we look at how soul and spirit are used in the Bible, right? Luke chapter 1 uh, verse 46 helps us. Luke 1 46 and verse 47 where uh, here in the scripture it says and Mary said my soul doth magnify the Lord. Okay? Then in verse 47 and my spirit hath rejoiced In God, my Savior. So we see here that soul and spirit uh, definitely we can see the separation, the soul and the spirit, uh, but at the same time, both of them uh, are used in rejoicing the Lord. So while there may be uh, uh, differences between the soul and the spirit, still there is more unity between the two of them than there is differences between the two of them. In fact, it's almost as if she's saying the same thing, right, Uh, in a parallel kind of way. In Luke 1, 46, and Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and then my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. So just to say uh, that definitely, clearly, uh, they are different, but at the same time, they are united. In fact, in any, uh, or in most systematic theology books I've picked up, where they show Uh, soul and spirit, they always have two wings, but they're connected to one another, okay? Because they are kind of joined to each other. And in the diagrams, normally, the body is uh, separate from both of them, right? So we see here that uh, spirit and soul, uh, while there may be a separation, uh, basically, we need to look at the fact that, uh, no doubt, there is a lot of unity there as well. Notice again another passage. 1 uh, Thessalonians, chapter 5, and verse 23. Now, as I say, hard to get away from this, because this is what the Bible says. 1 okay? Thessalonians 5:23, where Paul writes, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if spirit and soul, or soul, uh, you know, uh, was just another way of saying spirit, uh, then it wouldn't be broken down like this. Notice spirit, soul, and body, okay? That is what makes up uh, uh, human beings. We have a spirit, we have a soul, we have a body. Definitely, there's a lot in common between the spirit and the soul. When you die, your body goes to the ground, but your spirit and your soul both go to be with the Lord in heaven. So while there is differences between the two, uh, just to comment on what he was saying, a deep subject that we may go back to as well, um, uh, we need to recognize that there is a, that man is a tripartite being made up of body, soul, and spirit. And while the Bible seems to indicate that there's a lot of similarity, there also is some differences, uh, subtle differences between the two. But we need to recognize they are like uh, uh, joined at the hip. We want to look at that, could look at that longer, Uh, but unless you have another question about that, we need to pick up where we left off at in Genesis. We cannot let Genesis go. Okay? And uh, me, you guys know I love to talk about theology so much, <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could start on one road and go down that road and forget the other road I wanted to start on. So uh, keep me on uh, the docket here. Uh, but of course, if any any questions you have are always welcome. All you've got to do is call the number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have about the Bible is welcome here. Uh, if I get, if you get off my subject, it's okay. I'll get back on it again right after we're through. So don't, it doesn't matter what question you have, as long as it's about the Bible and theology, give us a call. Area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on behalf of Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Going now into the book of Genesis, and just picking up where we left off, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, where it says, And unto Adam, he said, This this is God speaking, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground. Now, these are some very significant things that God is saying. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. In the Garden of Eden, yes, they had to work, but there wasn't work with toil like this going to be, or like, uh, like it became after the fall. The land before the fall was just yielding its fruit. Okay? They had to work there, but it's not as hard as they had to work afterwards. You notice this. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Then verse 18, thorns and also thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Okay, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Wow. Okay? So that is what happened after the book. Now understand it. Okay? The ground, uh, everything, in fact, the whole material universe was impacted by the sin of Adam and Eve, okay? uh, Everything, of course. The only way uh, all this will change is when we are in the new heavens and the new earth, okay? Right now, okay, the sin has been, um, uh, the world has been messed up by sin. That's just the way it is. And no matter how much you name it and claim it, no matter how much you call it, okay, still... We're going to have problems as long as we're here. Okay? Sickness uh, and disease, calamities, and all those things will not be ultimately over. Uh, now, understand, God can answer prayers, Okay, but he answers them uh, uh, that in a way to help us. But the only way we will get the total kind of restoration we need, friends, is over in Revelation chapter 21 and 22 when we talk about the new heavens and the new earth. Okay? Until then the ravages of sin will remain and please don't believe these folks who tell you that all you have to do is name it you can claim it and you got to pray and trust God he does answer prayers but first John 5:14 first John 5:14 he answers them according to his will all right so let's continue to uh, look at this we did deal with one of the uh, uh, subjects that came man because of what happened spiritually Uh, It impacted man, both spiritually and physically, okay? Uh, Now, when they ate of the fruit, they did die, But the death they had was separation from God, okay? Doesn't get any worse than that. They were separated from God in that sense, okay? Uh, Sin had entered uh, the world, and uh, sin is what really started all of this. In other words, the diseases that we have, the sicknesses that we have, not just caused by, you know, Uh, uh, physical things, it happened because man fell into sin, right? That is what brought death, okay? So the first death that man experienced, we talked about this uh, the other day, was um, spiritual death, okay? The day that they partook of the forbidden fruit and disobeyed God, uh, spiritually, they were dead, okay? What follows that, of course, is physical death. Notice over in 1 Timothy 5 and 6 where it says, and this is talking about women, but women, talks about men the same way, it says here in uh, 1 Timothy 5 and 6, but she that lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. What does that mean? Well, you see a lot of people who are living in pleasure and they're alive physically, but if they're living in sinful pleasure without God, then they are spiritually dead, even though they may be physically alive. That is what that is saying. That's what that is telling us. Spiritual death, which is what happened when Adam and Eve sinned, and that is what ushered in all the other kinds of death into our universe. And uh, the Bible actually doesn't stop there with this kind of analogy. Over in uh, Ephesians chapter two, okay, Ephesians chapter two. So the women, no, we're not picking upon them, I'm talking about women, but uh, mankind in general over here in Ephesians two and one, where it says. And you have he quickened, who were, that, that's talking about Christians, he's given us life, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Okay? Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Okay? So in other words, all of us. Uh, are dead in sin until we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, which, of course, restores our relationship with God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Good to be with you. Any questions you have that are, that are on your mind, give me a call on this program. You can talk about any subject you want, theologically and biblically. And um, uh, and you might even have a question about uh, the chapters that we're dealing with here in Genesis, but it's your show, so let me have it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 423 Nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All right, Genesis three nineteen and twenty. Watch this. Where the text goes on to say, "In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken; for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return." Okay? Man returns to the dust. Then verse twenty. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Okay? Do, 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 you, do you folks hear that? Look at it again. It okay? says, uh, and Adam, this is in Genesis 3 and 20, and Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Now, that didn't mean all the animals. What that means is she would be the mother of all living human beings. In other words, our great 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 father, okay, grand grandfather if you want to call him is Adam. And our mother is Eve. We are all the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. You know what this you know where this ends or should end? Do you know what this attacks okay? You know what this makes look stupid? Racism. 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 Let me say it once again. Racism, Racism is one of the most stupidest things in the world. <laughs> now, I, go, I fall short of calling people stupid who are racist, but racism is absurd. It makes absolutely no sense. And understand, understand, the Bible, okay, an ancient document rails against racism, okay? The statement right here from the very beginning lets you know that, right? Genesis 3.20, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living, okay? So all of us are the same, okay? We are human beings. Your color doesn't matter at all, okay? Your size doesn't matter, okay? We are all brothers and sisters in Adam and Eve. There is only one race, friends. There's no black race, white race, Asian. Those aren't races. There's only one race, the human race. That's it. That's all there is, okay? The Bible is very clear about that. And what is a shame here is that the ancients, okay? And we're talking about biblically ancients, way, way back, right? Way back in the book of Samuel, okay? We see this, okay? We see this, that God's people were told not to practice racism, okay? To be against a person because of the color of their skin or their outward appearance. Look at First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel chapter 16, okay, where they were trying to find who was going to be uh, the new king, okay? Which one of uh, uh, of the sons, which one of the sons were going to be uh, uh, the new king? Was it going to be David? Was it going to be one of his brothers, okay? Uh, uh, who was it going to be, all right? Who was it going to be? That's what was going on. And Samuel was there to make the choice, right? Uh, to make the choice. Uh, as the uh, as these uh, uh, young men were brought forward to see who was going to wind up uh, uh, becoming the king, okay, so they lined up all the uh, uh, the, the, the brothers uh, together, uh, David being amongst them, and of course they always show the the uh, you know the best guys first, so to speak, right? So what happens here, as we look at it, is very uh, interesting. It says in verse. Uh, six, okay? and we'll shorten this you know, because we've got so much to talk about today. First Samuel chapter sixteen and verse six. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab, okay, here, one of these boys, who was a uh, uh you know jockeying for kingship, and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. They looked at him and he looked like a king. Now I don't know what a king looks like, but however it was, he looked like one. Then verse 7, and the Lord said unto Samuel, okay, God spoke to him, look not on his countenance. Don't look at how, uh, quit being impressed by how he looks. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance, on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. Okay? Okay, now the Lord, this just wasn't the guy to be the king, didn't mean he was evil, But he just wasn't king material. And God wasn't judging it, like the other folks were, on the way he looked. Okay? Okay? He said, because I have refused him. Okay? And we thank God for adding this in the text, which shows us how absolutely absurd racism is. Right? Where it says, God says, because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as man sees telling you this, you've got your choice, either to see life as God sees it, or to see it as man sees it, okay? To see human beings as God sees them, or to see human beings as man sees them. And I want to tell you something, and I'll tell you what I need to tell you right after this break.
0: Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. What
1: do you want for dinner? That same old question, again. Nowadays, it seems that all restaurants are pretty much the same. How about something different? Something meaty, juicy, smoky? I'm talking fall-off-the-bone, melt-in-your-mouth, fingers-drenched-in-sauce barbecue. That barbecue where savory juices drip from the perfectly smoked, dry rub meat every time you take a bite. Kaya Smokehouse promises the best barbecue in Southeast Michigan, featuring locally sourced meats, poultry, and produce to ensure quality fresh ingredients in all its dishes. The one-of-a-kind, rustic, industrial setting is warm and inviting, and our enclosed screen patio is perfect for your private event, up to 80 guests. It's an experience that can only be had at Kaya Smokehouse in Wolverine Lake. Find us online at Kayagrill.com. That's C-A-Y-A-Grill dot com.
6: Get Fit to Quit, the modern no-nonsense system that's helping tobacco users kick the habit is available at a reduced cost when purchased through gotahalfitnow.com. Alpha Lifestyle Center for Nicotine Addiction is offering $1,000 toward their Quit With Alpha program for $500. F45 Training in Rochester Hills has also teamed up with gotahalfitnow.com to offer you a one-month unlimited training membership for only $110. gotahalfitnow.com is your place to buy gift certificates for shopping, Dining and activities around Detroit. Additional offers include $50 worth of food and drinks for just $25 from Dave and Amy's in Wald Lake. $50 $50 gift certificates for $25 to relax and rejuvenate at Spa Mariana in Birmingham. And Kaya Smokehouse Grill in Wolverine Lake is offering $40 of mouth-watering barbecue for $20. Certificates are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit GottaHalfItNow.com. That's Gotta, H-A-L-F-ItNow.com.
5: number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss dealing with the book of Genesis uh, and going through the book of Genesis, actually. But at the same time, as we go through any book of the Bible, it brings us to other areas in the Bible which comment on it, which will get us off into a number of interesting discussions. Uh, and what we're about to deal with now is racism. That's right, right? Racism is where we're at, so let us continue to look at it here in the Word of God. And notice, here is the Bible, okay? Uh, What what would we call it? An ancient document, uh, highly updated, right? It appeals to men of all times, which just rains fire on the whole subject of racism by saying that, um, that Eve, Adam and Eve, were the parents of all of humanity, okay? We're all, there's only one race, my friends, the human race. Racism is stupid. To judge a person on their outward appearance, it doesn't make any sense. If we're judging accurately, we judge people according to their character and their heart, okay? Uh, Now, we come up with some of the most uh, outlandish statements that you can imagine, something called critical race theory, Uh, the critical race theory. Now, uh, now... I look down upon that because I was a race relations instructor in the Air Force for about 23 years. We talked about racism and discrimination and all that, but we never talked about any critical race theory, okay, where it was uh, uh, if you're white, then you're a racist. That, that never was what we said, first of all, because in the military we encountered both white and black racists, so let me extend that. White racists, there were some black racists, there were some Asian racists, we find out that uh, actually uh, racism is not a white condition, it is a human condition. Anybody can fall for the sin of racism. And it's been practiced by people all over the world, right? So we've got to get away from that critical race uh, theory and just tell it like it is. Uh, prejudice and racism is wrong and you should not be judging people on how they look okay that's uh not a good way to start number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor uh, moss dealing with any questions you have about the bible and looking at this awesome book of genesis and the kinds of things that it teaches okay so, and right in Genesis, right, in, and, and that's where you should expect to find it. We find these, uh, uh, it comes against racism straight up. It co- I mean, racism, it's the most foolish thing that could ever be devised by mankind. All right. Back to Genesis, and in chapter 3, where it says, verse 21, okay, And unto Adam also and to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. And the Lord said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Now, here's the question. It makes you just scratch your head, right, when you think of it. The tree of life was there all the time. The tree of life. They were not told not to eat of the tree of life. They, they didn't, but they were not told not to eat it. The one that they weren't supposed to eat was the one of the knowledge of good and evil, okay? Uh, so, goodness gracious, why is it that they leave the tree of life alone? Well, it's good that they did. You wouldn't want to live in a, in a simple uh, kind of state here, but it's very interesting. They did not eat of the tree of life. This is something that we need to think of. God wants us to have life. He wants us to have eternal life. To do that, we've got to do what the gospel says and embrace the sacrifice for sins that he gives us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Wow. All right? So notice here, verse 23, Genesis three twenty-three. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. Okay? So he drove out the man and placed at the east of Eden uh, of the Garden of Eden. Uh, so he drove out the man and placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims okay, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, this is an important passage for uh, for one reason especially. where It says, So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cher- cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, here you see a cherub, okay? This is an angel of God who was sent to uh, guard the Garden of Eden from intruders, okay? To guard them, to block it off. You, that's a cherub. was of that particular order of angel. He was a cherub. Not an archangel, not leading the angelic host. He was a uh, rebellious angel, okay, who was a guardian angel. But he wasn't leading. The only thing he led were the uh, angels who fell with him, the demons, uh, and they became his followers. But he did not have a high angelic rank at all. That was uh, held by Michael the Archangel. All right. Number to call, area code 866 423 And make sure you push a 1 there so you can get in on the program. have to push 1 after you dial the number. Area code 866 866- Air code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Even though you hear me uh, talking about the book of Genesis, there might be something on your mind that's of interest to you. Friends, that's what Bible Talk is all about. Just give me a call here on this station. All right. All right. We're going to go to the phone line. Who do we have? Hello. Hello.
7: Hey, can you hear me? How you me? doing?
5: Yes, That's I sure really can.
7: Good. Good. Um, I heard some of your program, you're talking about Adam and Eve earlier. Yeah. And uh, one thing I was thinking about was I heard some preachers talking about when uh, Christ was born, the Holy Spirit was his father. So, well, you know, I mean, the Holy Spirit conceived him through uh, Mary, but actually God was his father.
6: Absolutely. made it You're so right.
7: he wasn't a sinner because uh, of the Holy Spirit coming upon Mary. Did he well, hear that? He was,
5: well, you could say that. He wasn't a sinner because he was God. He was God in human form.
7: Yes. And uh, because he didn't, because Joseph really wasn't his father. Absolutely. In that kind of sense of the word. Uh-huh. So uh, I was thinking about the connection with uh, Romans chapter 5, where it talks about the first Adam and the second Adam, where the first Adam lost that connection through sin. But since Jesus never sinned, wouldn't you think that would be a stronger connection? Because also he's part of the Trinity himself. Because it talks about the Spirit looking upon him like uh, other people, like in the Old Testament, where uh, Elijah and Elisha, had a certain amount of the Spirit, but with him, it said it was without measure.
5: Yeah, it would have to be. Otherwise, he, he wouldn't be God, right? He is God in human flesh. He is, goodness, Revelation one seventeen. he is the Alpha and the Omega. So uh, he is the God-man. Uh, so it tells us here in uh, Romans 5 and 12, and you go to an excellent place, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, uh, for all have sin. For until law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. So, uh, so therefore, through Adam's uh, discretion, sin passed upon everyone, right? Uh, and then it says in verse 15, uh, Romans 5:15, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, that was Adam, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. Okay? So, just as Adam brought us into sin, Jesus Christ, uh, 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 the God-Man, the only incarnation of God, has taken that sin away.
7: Yes, and uh, Christ has made it even said we're like you, it says that it's a uh, where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So, everything that Christ did trumped what Adam did in a more powerful way. Absolutely. he overcame sin in the grave and everything. Absolutely.
5: Well, brother, you you, you, you do not stop asking questions, and now you're preaching. You're getting me excited over here.
7: <laughs> yes. But uh, you got me excited I mean, listening to you.
5: That's why I had to call. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll call, uh, call any time, my friend. appreciate it very much. Thank you a lot. had number boy. to call. Area code 866 423 i uh, going to go back to the phone. i got another caller. You're on the air. Isha how you doing?
3: Hi, I'm, I'm good, Dr. Moss. How are you? Good. Um, I have a question about Adam and Eve. Okay, so okay. they were created by God. Huh? So they were created by God, so then... Uh, atomically, their body, they would not have a belly button, correct?
5: I don't know. <laughs> Could okay. be that you're right.
3: So God created, <laughs> God created the heaven, the earth, the universe, the stars, the moon, the sky, the sun.
5: Uh-huh. Everything um, God created.
3: Exactly. And so he would have created other planets, other solar yes, systems.
5: All that okay. exists was created by...
3: So maybe Adam and Eve came from another planet, maybe,
5: possibly. Well, maybe no, well, 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 I don't think so. Because they were made, the Bible tells us, in Genesis, they were made from the dust of the earth. You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Hello? Do you believe? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of that. But yeah, do you think that it's possible that other planets
5: and other living beings that... that oh, that's we just don't know. possible, but we don't have any proof that that's so. Uh, every time we see a strange uh, object in the sky, we say it's a UFO, but remember, UFO means and continues to mean unidentified flying objects. We don't know what's in it or not. Okay? could be something, but we know this, that uh, Adam and Eve were created on the Earth, not uh, from some other planet because... They were made from the dust of the earth. That's what the Bible tells us.
3: Thank you.
5: Okay, thank you. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, good question to ask. And to call area code 866 area code 866 to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. I love... Uh, Okay, we'll be
6: right back. For over 100 years, A.J. Desmond & Sons Funeral Directors has been Metro Detroit's trusted choice for top quality funeral service. Our funeral directors and associates do more than take orders. They lead with a guiding hand where needed and create real relationships with families. Each service we provide is completely unique and personalized with details from the life of your loved one. Honoring them the way they deserve and providing a memorable healing experience for family and friends. Contact us or visit AJDesmond.com today to learn how we can help. Orchard Fitness Center in West Bloomfield is offering an amazing half-off deal at GottaHalfItNow.com. Get a three-month membership regularly priced at $119 for $60. Whether you're 18 or 88, Orchard Fitness Center has what you need to stay on track and help you reach your fitness goals. GottaHalfItNow.com is your place to buy gift certificates for shopping, dining, and activities around Detroit for half price. Enjoy $50 of clean and healthy water in your home or office from Water Pure Water. For $25. Get a $50 certificate from Rams Horn of Rochester Hills for just $25. It's the perfect place for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And Alpha Lifestyle Center for Nicotine Addiction is offering $1,000 toward their Quit with Alpha program for $500. Get Fit to Quit, the modern no nonsense system that's helping tobacco users kick the habit. Certificates are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit gottahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H A L F, itnow.com.
2: premium
5: All right, we're going to continue our journey in the book of Genesis. We've got a long way to go, a lot to cover. And as we cover it, though, even though we're in Genesis, we're going to talk about other subjects. Why? Because the book of Genesis is uh, interpreted by other books of Scripture, right? They give us even more insight uh, into Genesis by what we see in other books of the Bible. And so uh, a lot of different subjects uh, emerge here, uh, just as many of them have emerged just in this particular uh, deal that we're dealing with here today. All right, so we're at chapter 4, Genesis chapter 4, and notice it says in Genesis 4 and 1, and Adam knew Eve, his wife. Now, that knew didn't mean like getting to know you, you know, kind of, you know. Uh, <laughs> Sister also we're trying to sing. Getting to know you. It really had to do with sexual intimacy. Yeah, that's true. So we see this come up, it comes up again, and uh, we need to realize that actually what we're dealing with here is sexual intimacy. Okay, between a husband and a wife. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife. And she conceived and there came and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Now, there may be some significance to that statement that she made, all right? Uh, because already there's something that we know that, that is happening over in uh, Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, right? Genesis 3.15 says this, I will put enmity between the woman and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Okay? Now, that is saying how the seed of a woman, okay? Uh, Right? Actually, this is the proto-evangelon, the first mention of of the Gospels that we find in the Old Testament, right in Genesis, okay? Where the seed of the woman would bruise the serpent's head. The serpent, of course, is the devil, okay? Uh, Jesus, of course, is the child that's going to be born. Uh, and that is why over in Romans chapter 16, verse 20, it uses Genesis 3 to describe the second coming of Christ, but we'll show you that later. But that's what we're looking at, is uh, the uh, uh, Pope evangelion. So over in Genesis 4 and 1, which says, and Adam knew Eve is right, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, "I have gotten a man from the Lord." Could have been that she's uh, anticipating that this might be, even though we know now it's far, it was far future from Genesis. But the man who's going to be uh, dealing this uh, this death blow to sin. Okay, don't know, but surely uh, Genesis three fifteen is uh, a mention of uh, of Christ's ultimate triumph over the devil. All right? So here, Genesis 4, and verse 2 now. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the fruit of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. Wow. Now we're looking at something here, okay? Where Abel's offering was accepted by God. Cain's offering was not. Can anybody tell me why? Why was it? that Abel's offering was accepted, and Cain's was not. Okay. What was the basis of this acceptance, right? Okay. Once again, in Genesis 4 and 5, But unto Cain, and to his offering he had not respect, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, okay. Very interesting, okay. The Lord comes on the scene, uh, And says unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? Why is thy countenance fallen? Why are you angry? Why is your countenance fallen? Then, verse 7 If thou doest well, shall not thou be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Wow. Okay. Now. Can someone tell me, okay, why was it that Cain's offering was not accepted and Abel's wasn't? I want a direct answer to that question, okay? okay. And so that's what you're going to talk about, and I want you to call right now, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 423 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Tell me why. Why was it? Why do you believe that Abel's offering was accepted and Cain's offering was not? Do you know what in the Bible can help us with this? Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. If you have an answer to that question, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you know, if you think you know, give us a call. Area code 866 423 9578 and push 1. I'm going to deal with this question here. Okay? If you think you know the answer, I'm going to give you a chance to do so as we continue to look at um, Genesis, uh, chapter three, okay? Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said my wife just corrected me. Thank you, my darling. It's chapter 4. It's <laughs> chapter 4. My eyes going back. I was reading some good stuff in chapter 3. It says here, as we continue, uh, and Cain didn't like it. So what did he do? That's what we're about to find out right now. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 7, God said to him, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Wow. Okay, And Cain... Seems like he could have fell to his knees, could have said, I'm going to do better, anything of that nature, but that didn't happen. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. He murdered him. And then in verse 9, And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Can you imagine talking to God like this? Am I my brother's keeper? Well, the answer to that question is absolutely yes. We are our brother's keepers. That's right. Just like we're all one, one race, the human race, we're all, in a sense, brothers and sisters of this planet. That's true. Uh, But... Really, you want to be more than that. We want to be brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay? But here came, okay, murdering his heart, am I my brother's keeper? The yeah. answer to that question is we are. We are our brother's keeper. Yeah. Verse 10 And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Okay? So here. God is asking him this but God knows what the answer is. He's trying to get Cain to reflect upon it. See? Okay? okay? So once again, verse 11. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tilleth the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. You better believe it, because all of the sustenance and things that he needed were in the earth. Okay. God is punishing him for sin. Wow. Okay. Verse 14, Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from, the, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive, and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that finds me shall slay me. That's what he said, okay? He was afraid, okay? And maybe he had a right to be, okay? Now, but wait. Slow the train up, okay? When he says, Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that finds me shall slay me. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I've got a hard question for you.
8: Be right back. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
4: Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388 and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer.
9: There are more than 40 million slaves in the world today three out of four of them are women and children. Luke 4:18 says, he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, to set free those who are oppressed. During the month of October, Faith Talk Detroit and SOS International are partnering to provide a way out of this nightmare, and you can be a vital part of the rescue and restoration of victims of human trafficking. Your $150 gift will help provide the resources needed to minister to a rescued woman or child. You'll provide safe, secure housing, counseling, food, medical attention, vocational training, whatever is needed to help these women and children heal and move toward a life of freedom and self-sustainability. Join with us in this life-saving effort. Call 866-343-4717. 866-343-4717. Your gift will change a life, not only here on earth, but for eternity. Call 866-343-4717 or click the SOS International banner at faithtalkdetroit.com.
5: All right. That number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Sterling Heights and talk to Floyd. How you doing, Floyd?
10: Oh, I'm doing well, uh, Pastor. And I have uh, I'm going to propose two different answers to the question about Cain and Abel: why one was rejected, why one was accepted. Okay. It? Sure. All right. All right. Uh, the first one is I, I believe that God had. Said that the uh, sacrifices had to be either animal-based or plant-based. I can't remember which one, but one of the one of the guys was in compliance with that, and the other guy was not in compliance. And that was Uh uh, so. I would be Cain who was not in compliance. That was his downfall. The other the other um, proposal, and it may be hand in hand with what I just said, is that uh, Cain came with a sense of pride. Abel came with a sense of being humble. So those are my two, that's what I'm nominating for, for, for the answers.
5: <laughs> well, I like the way you say that. And, you know, and, and uh, now your first answer is a possible one, even though we know the other argument to it when we look at it would be that really the uh, uh, sacrificial offerings uh, uh, involving meat offerings or animal offerings uh, didn't happen until under the uh, Mosaic law, except for the fact, okay? And here's a point that could be made, that uh, God uh, covered them with animal skins after they sinned, rather than, you know, vegetation. So some do put that forth as uh, one. Uh, some, though, say that the, uh, the key thing was that uh, what happened was that the text seemed to indicate that the one, the person who gave the best offering, okay, in other words, who gave the better offering uh, was Abel, right? Where it says, And in the process of time it came to pass, it came out of the fruit of the ground, an offering unto the Lord. And Abel also bought of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Now, it could have been that maybe it was because some uh, 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 blood was shed, but it also could have been because of the fact that he gave the best to him. So scholars are divided on it. I can't say that you're wrong. I've had a tendency myself, uh, brother, to think that it was uh, because it was a better offering than uh, the one that was offered by uh, Cain, which revealed his character. But uh, definitely what you've said is uh, in the dockets in terms of discussion concerning that.
10: What about the pride and the humbleness uh, aspect of the whole thing?
5: that too, and I would have to agree with you, right? When we see what comes out of this, say, here's a man. can you imagine, okay? Uh, What happened is, God was the one offended by what was done, okay? Uh, It had nothing to do with Abel. Abel wasn't trying to show him up, but you're right. That revealed a big character flaw in him, okay? Uh, And that uh, just tells us the kind of a, uh, of a person he is, you know, that he was prideful, he wanted to be the best even when he wasn't giving the best. So on that one, you hit the target right on the head, okay? And that is something uh, 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 accurately uh, I believe that you're observing there in the text. I'm not right with you.
10: Okay, I, all right. Yeah. Well, so does the Bible say anything about what Abel's, how Abel's offering may have been better than
5: Cain's? Well, the only thing it says here, it says in verse four in uh, Genesis four and four, and Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat th- oh. thereof. Rather than right, keeping okay. back for itself, he gave the first of what he had to God. See? Got it.
10: Okay. And so I that is, it where,
5: yeah, it seems like he's giving uh, more more from his heart than what Cain was doing, which in fact falls into your scenario. About uh, the pridefulness of Cain, okay? wanting for himself uh, rather than uh, for, for God, even though he doesn't give to that best. Versus Abel, who gave the very firstlings of his flock.
10: Greed may be a factor in that too. Pride and greed.
5: Write um, your bro- bro- book, saying? brother. Call it the Greed of Cain. I will buy a copy. <laughs> yes, sir. All uh, right, that's my contribution. You, yeah, you're going down the. Uh, I think you're going down the right road with your um, interpretation here. Good, thanks. All right, well, thank you. Appreciate your call. Yes, sir. And okay. as always, good yeah, good night, sir. As always, our time is running out, but, friends, we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about uh, here. Uh, and one subject we started to talk about, we're not done with it yet because we'll get back into some uh, racism uh, here in a little bit. Okay. I don't think we have much time. Uh, I want uh, uh, Marcus to whisper to me how much time we got. Zero. <laughs> this is Pastor Marston, and God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles. We'll see you next time.
1: Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries.